God wants you to prosper, not somebody else, not someone down the street, but he wants you to prosper. He promises to be our exceeding great reward. God has a great plan for you. Third John, verse two, it says, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Are you ready for part two? I know you got so much out of that first one, but Bless has got a story to tell and he's got much for you to gain. So let's make sure our calling and our career are matching. Let's take a listen. You know, when, when it comes down to professional people, it depends on what level they're at. They're very, very driven. And, and, uh, and it's, you know, it's sometimes it's not even easier dealing with a person, whether they're Christian or not, depends on, you can, you can call yourself a Christian without being one. We're called to, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And because I've dealt with management type for so long, and I see the need in those guys, and I see where, where everything is so carnal, where everything is so superficial, where everything is on the surface. We got the status, we got the egos, we got to have big cars, we got to have big houses and everything like that, but we have a little heart and no courage. So that stuff means absolutely nothing. And deep down inside, we're lonely. And we need to wake the real man up that's inside or the real woman up that's inside of us and be who we were created to be. And we then we see that that stuff really absolutely means nothing. Well, I was going to ask you on the male side, what do you see as one of the biggest issues that you end up fighting against in order to get them into that real relationship? Uh, looking at, they're taking a real look at themselves with just an open mind and, and, you know, look at yourself like you would look at someone else. Okay. You know, and, and just, if, if you don't take the total ownership and total responsibility and open your heart and look at yourself, you will never, ever, ever be renewed to the level that you can be renewed and then you're selling yourself short. So some people, sometimes people do need some, some counseling because they've, they've kind of gone over the edge a little bit in their success and 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 they they get kind of selfish when i mean selfish i mean me 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 and and everyone else is is uh a pawn or a cog in the wheel it's it's it, it, you know your family your 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 employees and and, and everything it's just not that way we're all very very valuable in the eyes of god amen you're absolutely right one of the things that i do because i do a lot with women is I say I help them adjust their crown. And the reason is because in many instances, somebody has either talked about you, said something about you, or demoralized you in some way, shape, or form, where you feel like you are not that treasure that you were created to be. The Bible says that we have these treasures in earthen vessels. We are just mere dust but God has placed treasure on the inside of us. And we need to know that we are valuable. And as women, typically we're unseen, unheard, and we don't feel like somebody gets us. And so that is the, the problem in many instances, especially if you get some of the rejection that you see or that approval addiction that you might have and not getting that reward from it. But it's really that other person's preference. It's not God's preference. It's not what you like to do. And we typically lose ourselves in the midst of that. But I see a lot of the men, when you mentioned about the fact that 
they have to come to the realization of who they are. I thought about David when he wrote in the 51st Psalm, creating me a clean heart, oh God. You know, but he had gone through so much and for so many years. Oh yeah. yes, I got Bathsheba, no problem. And I killed her husband, no problem. I did yeah. all of that. And it took Nathan to come to him. So I guess you're like the Nathan that will come to you and say, Well, thou art the man. <laughs> or yeah. the and you need to get right. And I think we all need to get right. We truly do need to repent. And this might just be that moment where we say, okay, Lord, I'm not doing what you called me to do. And we're going to talk about calling in a minute. But yeah. before we get there, I kind of want to summarize and give some points. Because one of the things that I always do on my show is, or I want you to put feet to your faith so that okay. you can walk victoriously. So you have to have those action steps. And some of the things we talked about is you got to live up to your potential. Don't just be that powder keg that's just sitting on the shelf, but let the fire burn on the inside, burn enough. <laughs> like he said, there's like fire shot up in my bones. I can't do without doing this. I want to give 100%. I want to be that excellent person. So I can't lose that, but I can't also allow my mindset to keep me from going forward. So Amen. if there's something that is holding you back, I want you to make sure, audience, that you figure out what that is. See who you are. You know, get along with God. Get that quiet time and say, Lord, what one did you create me to be? But two, what's going on on the inside of me? What am I missing? What am I not grateful for? What am I not really valuing that you have put in my life? Those people that are there. Let me not be the selfish one. So I said, really, we talked about a lot of things. So go back and listen to those again, but get along with God and allow him to talk to you. But then realize that when he does, you're going to do 100%, give it all and make sure that you're making a significant kingdom impact. I want to switch now into where we're talking about that miracle making mindset. Okay. okay? Because we talked about the fact that we really do need to live up to our potential. But we mentioned calling quite a bit. Yes. There's a difference, you say, between your career and your calling. So tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so so basically we 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 grow up and and we people kind of tell us what we need to do. We need to go to school, we need to get a job. We need to find a nice company and work for, and and then at the end of the at the end of time, we get our our gold watch or our our money or whatever we have, our our, our dividends and stuff like that, and interest and everything we earn from our companies, our stocks and our bonds, and we we get so caught up in that we forget about there's something else until we finally get that office we want. We get that corner office. And then we feel like something is missing. Mm -hmm. See, we think about the corner office when God says go into the four corners of the world. And so that's what's missing. What's missing is that higher authority, that higher power. It doesn't matter how many letters you have behind your name. It doesn't matter what office you sit in. God is on the throne. He's on the throne of your life. He's on the throne of your business. He'll take you places that no corporation in the world can take you. And your career is what you do to make a living. Uh, it's what you do for physical 
things, physical accolades, status, money, homes, and everything else like that. But Jesus tells us in the Bible that there's no one who's have given up, given up family and career and things like that for him that who won't get a hundredfold return now in this lifetime, multiple things that that more so than what you already have as far as physical things go. But that's just that's just the fluff around it. The blessing is to serve the benefactor and give him your heart and soul and trust him. If you trust him with your life, he'll give you treasures beyond your wildest imaginations. Amen. Your calling is to know what your father created you for and to live out your days doing it. Once you connect with him, once you're walking in the spirit, once you're walking in the spirit, once you know his voice, you're walking in your calling and your destiny and your legacy is bound to happen because Jesus made that promise to you. Amen. We'll see you talk about the alphabet soup because we put the alphabet soup out there. I usually tell my clients, I'll say, you know, I don't quite have as many degrees as a thermometer, but I'm good. <laughs> so you're right. You can work and you can work. You can get as many degrees as you want. Like you say, with the alphabet soup behind your name. But if you're not meeting up to what God has put you on this earth to do, then at the end of the day, did you really accomplish much? You yes. know, and that's the thing. And, and we talked about getting alone with God to figure out what his desire is for your life and who you're supposed to influence and what type of impact you're supposed to make. So that is important that we know our calling. Uh, you also mentioned the fact that sometimes we get, I guess our, our goal is for us to have a specific position. And in having a specific position, we have this goal in mind when we reach it, now we can start listening. And some of us are tied to whatever that position is that either makes or breaks us. And I say that in all honesty, coming from, you know, as we went into this pandemic, I recognize that a lot of us no longer had the jobs that we used to have. Right. And that was kind of demoralizing to some. I know in the midst of the pandemic, and I was a professor for 15, 20 years in theology, and all of a sudden I wasn't doing that. And it was like, what are you doing? And I was leading a women's group with a different church um, very shortly thereafter. But I was leading this women's group and I told them I felt like I was flying in the air without an airplane. Like God was like, where am I supposed to be going? What am I supposed to do? And that's an uncomfortable position to be in. But if you just wait and listen, God will direct you into where you're supposed to be. Yeah, it might feel a little uncomfortable, but we can't get so tied to a particular position or title to think that that's the be all and end all. Usually it's just a stepping stone to where God wants to take you. So that's important for us to um, think about too. So I'm glad you brought that up. It is very important. And another thing, see, the, the foundation on which we stand is very, very solid. Mm -hmm. But when we get too comfortable, when we get to a place where we get so comfortable that we're so settled in our career that we may be teetering away from our calling, sometimes God shakes that foundation. He, Wait a minute. I need your attention. I'm going to get you uncomfortable so you can grow 
so you can start thinking outside that box you now put yourself in. When you put yourself in that box, your 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 God starts to diminish because you you you've left him out. You you're almost putting him out. And when he shakes up that world and turns your world upside down, and we kind of well, where's my next meal gonna come from? He's telling us your next meal is gonna come from me, just like all your previous God. meals came from me. You know, that's right. <laughs> he is the source. Everything else is a resource. See, we could preach right there. We know. Amen. <laughs> okay, but Amen. that's a good. That's a good point. You know, our all in all is in Him. He is everything. He tells us in Romans twelve two that we are supposed to renew our mind, not yeah. be conformed to this world, but we have to renew our mind. We need to know what God's word says and who we are in relation to how he sees us. That's important. So that kind of goes to that mindset that you were talking about. My yes. mindset could have been, oh, this is crazy. I've lost everything and woe is me and now I'm depressed. Instead, I kept seeking for me I kept seeking, where am I supposed to go? What's my next move? Yes, you've placed all of this inside of me. It's not going to go away. That teaching gift is still going to be there. Where can it best be utilized at this juncture? And a lot of the women, because I happen to deal with women who are devastated either by divorce or death that happens and they lose their confidence, that shaky foundation because somebody else has either rejected them or left them and there's this big void. And one of the major things that I work on is that confidence building, that you are who God says you are. You are a jewel, you are the treasure, you are valuable regardless of whether or not somebody else says you are or not because you need to see yourself through the eyes of the cross. That's the important thing. So whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your child, or if you are childless and have empty arms, it doesn't matter if God is looking at you, just like you said earlier, love went to the cross for us. Amen. Jesus died for us. And he knew exactly what he placed on the inside. That's not going to change. But we have absolutely. to renew our mind to recognize that other people have their preferences. And yes, there's some busybodies out there too and people comparing. There's a lot of things we have to get out of our mindsets in that renewal, that metamorphoso. We gotta change it, That's okay? Right. And right. we have to change it to what God says about us. So I love that fact. But ask, let me ask you this, Les. There are some other issues that we have to change our mind about too. Some other big issues that are. Yes. Yes. You want to just talk about a few of those? Yes. Uh, you know, so we have to we have to demolish and uproot some things like unforgiveness. Yes. Procrastination, judgment, mm -hmm. condemnation, excuses, delusion, depression. Pride, all all those things. We wow, have to you just had that long list, and I don't think people got that because you went so quickly through that. That unforgiveness let, let is me, a big one. Here's you, here's what forgiveness will do for you. Mm -hmm. It'll get you healed. Yes. It'll get you debt free. Yes. It'll get you love. It'll get you family. It'll get you everything you want. What unforgiveness will do is it will lock you up and take everything away from you that you work for because as long as you're not forgiving 
you're in bondage. Yes. As long as you're not forgiving, you cannot be forgiven. You cannot overcome with unforgiveness in your heart. So that that's the thing we have to really eradicate. We have to get that out of our lives. No, we can't. We can't measure what someone has done to us before we decide. Well, well, you really don't know what he done to me, or you really don't know what she done to me. I'm willing to forgive all for all these things right here, but I just can't let that go. There's no way possible I can let that go. But if you can't let that go, you can't be free. You know, and and and, and Jesus tells you when you, when he when he gives the Lord prayer, he says, "If you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive people when you're when you when they sin against you, neither." Will your father in heaven forgives you? He makes it a point to say that after the Lord's prayer, because that is the key to freedom. That's the key to deliverance. That's the key to your blessings. And then there's procrastination and indecision and judgment and condemnation and just outright laziness or excuses. I call, I, I always say excuses is just a lie wrapped up in you. Then there's delusion, you're fooling yourself. And then we get depression because we're not doing anything. We start pointing fingers at everybody else. And then pride prevents us from looking in the mirror and say, you know what? I need help. I need Jesus. I need somebody. And, and, and we have to be willing to open up to someone and tell the truth. If you want to get your problem solved, and if you're not being honest, how can you get a problem solved? Tell yourself the truth. You've got yes. to tell yourself the Ab truth. Absolutely. So then we, we, we lay a new foundation where we have to plant, nurture, love, forgive. We have to be diligent. We have to be vigilant. We have to be praised. We have to be willing to give praise and credit where credit is due. We have to be decisive. We also have to be tenacious and humble. Tenacious and humble is what we need to be. Uh, we, need, we need to tenaciously get over our past and face those things and take them head on in the name of Jesus and fight those demons and come against those demons. And we need to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God. If we, if we, if we do those things, if we do those things, we'll find ourselves walking in the footsteps of our example on our way, fulfilling God's calling on our lives. So we do have a very, very important part to willingly play of our own volition. We have to be willing to to say, Lord, I need you as my God, my Father, my Lord, my Savior, my guide, my strength, my help, my, my deliverance, my love, my, you know, for everything, everything. I didn't always know that. I mean, I, I, was, I was lost. I was completely lost without love, even though I thought I knew love. I thought I knew what love was. I mean, I, I said, I love you, I love you, I love you. Had no idea whatsoever of who love truly is because love is not a who love is not a what love is a who love is not emotion love is a presence a person so i i had no idea about those things so i, I was just out there lost and had no idea of how lost i actually was and there's millions even billions of people in that same position right now today you're absolutely right we see, as I mentioned, with the, the divorce rate, and you have a lot of people who are getting divorced after more than 25 years because yeah. they were in a commitment. And with commitment, if you're looking for passion and 
you know, you think love is just, oh, I've got to feel a certain way, then it, it wanes, it ebbs and flows. But covenant is completely different. It says, I'm going to be there because I've made this commitment to you, but from a different vantage point. The one that is stronger makes the terms of the covenant. God made a covenant with each and every one of us. Yes. He says, I will love you. I'll give you an everlasting love. And I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to leave you. I will always be there. All you have to do is come to me. And so we need to know the promises that are available for us. And we need to stand on those promises. But Les, you talked about a lot of things. And I know we can't do all of those in this one session. So I'm going to suggest to my audience, you got to get on Les's website, okay? Ambassadorsway.com. You need to go ahead and download uh, that free gift that he does have from Doubt to Destiny, okay, to get the start of where you need to go to. But I know Les does have a coaching program, and I would love, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a professional, if you are in a position where you're feeling like something is missing, there is a void there. You're not sure what your destiny is. You're not sure what your calling is, but you want to find the secrets to get there. Yes, you're going to have to do some internal work, and he's going to be willing to work with you and you know you notice with all of the vast knowledge that he just spewed out about this and this and that that's on the inside and yes all of those are there he's willing to get down in the weeds and pull them up so that you will then be able to have a fulfilling life and so that's what i appreciate Les, you want to tell us some of the things that you've already encountered in your coaching program already with some others. The, the so. transformation is the greatest benefit. It helps me so much to, to know where a guy started and, and to know how locked up some people are. They, they can be very, very successful, but they're so constricted, so constricted and, and, and they resist anything that has to do with working on the spiritual part of it because they have no understanding about that. So, so basically we have to we have to break down into that soul, to that mind, that will, that emotion to, to, to get them to look at some things that maybe they need to change. I always tell a guy, hey, you know what? If that really bothers you that much about that person, about that employee, about that wife or that child, you need to ask yourself, what's wrong with me that I let something that small bother me and take me to this place where I'm almost enraged or out of control? So, so you see, we have to deal with ourselves before we can fix other people. We have to understand why we let things that won't matter tomorrow bother us today. And once we can get to the point, we start growing incrementally and really, and, and, and all of a sudden you, you, you kind of like shout out the cannon because once you see it in one area, you say, hey, I don't have to be stressed out. I don't have to have that extra drink. I don't, I can sleep at night now because I can have control over my emotions. And once you get control over your emotions, which is very, very, very important, then you can give considerations to giving some of your emotions over to that spirit man, over that inner man, that one that's been dormant inside of you for so many years. So I'm trying to wake up inside of each and every one of my clients who God created them to be. That is my mission. That is my calling. That is my life. 
because without him, I would not only be dead on the inside, I would probably be dead on the outside by now. But all the people I know, all the people that love me in my life did not come to me and teach and tell me who he was. He had to call me himself in order to save me. So it is very, very important. And because I know what happened with my life and because I know what he's done for me, what his covenant has meant to my life, I dedicated the rest of my life to fulfilling his call and to doing for my fellow man exactly what he did for me. So it is very, very, very important to me, not only to coach you, but to be your brother, to be your friend, to bring life into you and into your family, to do it all in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm loving it. So if you're willing and ready to wake up the warrior on the inside of you, you need to get this miracle-making mindset. You need to be a part of that program. So I'm going to drop the links again. It's ambassadorsway.com. Make sure you get in touch with Les. Make sure you get that, that free gift as well from doubt to destiny and share it with others. I'm going to encourage you as my audience, you know, connect with Les. Les Allen is the name and you're going to hear him probably more often than not because he is here. And I think we're all on the same mission that we want you to then excel, do everything that you can. One of my favorite passages of scripture, I always say it, is Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, you do it with all of your heart as mm -hmm. unto the Lord and not to man. And so it truly has been my pleasure, Les, today to have you. Any final words? I'm going to give you the last word. I appreciate so much being here with you today. And, and I appreciate every heart that's searching for, for who they were created to be, that knows there's something there, that knows there's something missing. And you're absolutely right. If, if, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's the missing ingredient. That is the missing key. He loves you. He went to the cross for you. He knew every sin you were going to commit before you committed it. That's why it went to the cross for you. you. You're not committing some new sin. You're not hiding anything. God knows your hearts. He's, he's the first heart surgeon. He's going to be the last heart surgeon. So right now, today, this day, ask yourself a question. Who determines whether or not I wake up tomorrow? Who determines whether or not I eat tomorrow, whether I have a job? Who, who is it really that's covering me? Am I so almighty that I can call myself my own God? I, I call yeah. myself the GPS coach, uh, coaching you into your calling. So oh, when, you get, when, when, you, when you get a GPS, the GPS has to know exactly where you are before it can tell you, uh, help you get to your destiny. So what I, what I do is I, I get with the person and we look at four areas. We look at their belief system, what they believe uh, spiritually, uh, you know, when, when, and you know, your belief system is going to be your, your guiding light. So if, if, if it's faith, if it's, if it's anti-faith, whatever the case may be, you believe something. So we need, we need to know what that is. And until we get that fixed or, or worked on, the other areas are going to be affected by your belief system your work environment will be affected by your belief system. You know, how, how you feel about what you do. Is it, do you feel like what you do is you or, or do you, do you, are you identifying yourself based on what you do as, with a job? So we need to get that kind of stuff squared away. And then we'll look at your home environment. 
Uh, is it is it conducive for growth mentally and spiritually and love and family? And then we look at your social environment. So we look at your, your spiritual environment, your work environment, your home environment, and your social environment. And we, we, we work from that, but we always start with the belief system. And we have to make sure we work on that mind to get it renewed so we can re also renew the rest of our lives and those people in our lives that we impact or affect the most and how we treat those people and how we understand how important relationships are and build on relationships. So we're going to start with you exactly where you are right now. That's why we have to be open and honest confidants. So we can say, hey, you know what? If, if you got this going on, if, if you got a drinking problem, you got a drinking problem. If you got an alcohol problem, if you got a, if you got a woman problem, if you got a point problem, whatever that problem is, we need to get that problem out on the table. And we need to get that vertical relationship that mindset, that belief system, uh, we need to get that belief system fixed before we can work on the rest of the areas of the individual. And sometimes it's very hard for people to open up like that. But the whole idea is when you come to a program like this, you're saying that I need some help, I need a coach, I need a little bit of guidance, I need somebody who's been through it, I need somebody who's been through it and succeeding at it. And I want to help you help my clients get to a place where they're renewed in every meaningful area of their life. And I do that with all of my heart. And that, that's very, very important to me because like I said before, what the Lord has done for me is irreplaceable. And, and I appreciate it so much every day. Sometime I get up in the morning, I just say, I'm so overwhelmed, I, you know, just, just by his grace. And if I can help anyone else to get to a place where they understand that it's not you, it's all about him and his grace. He's patiently waited on you all of this time. And now he's calling you through another man, through a program to say, hey, now it's time. Now I need your attention. Now it's time for you to give back to me. And that is just by trusting and obeying me. The Bible says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So he's got you covered. He's got you covered more so than any friend, more so than any mate, more so than anything you could touch or think about. He's got you covered. And I just want to make sure that I can convey that to my fellow man, to my fellow woman, to my fellow believer, to my fellow non-believer, to get them to a place where they can wake up and be the warrior that God created them to be. That's why we call it miracle-making mindset. When you get your mindset right, you can make miracles. But in addition to that, Les also has a Facebook group called The Principles Place. The Principles Place. So you want to make sure you go there as well and check that out. Les, it truly is a pleasure talking with you. And I know you're going to truly wake up the worry within all of that GPS. He's going to get you where you need to go. Say that again about that first book. So when I when I started writing the book, it wasn't my intention to write a book. It was my it was my speaking to God every day and Him speaking back to me, and me just taking notes. And uh, after about six months of this, he, he told me to write in the book. At the beginning of the book, there's a prayer uh, called the prayer to deliverance. My brother was in a coma. Seven doctors said he was going to die. It was so bad that I had already called a funeral home and made the arrangements. Wow. I, I came home. I went down to start a load of laundry. 
And here that still small voice said to me, he's not dead, stop grieving and start praying. When that voice said that to me, I ran and got my voice recorder. I didn't know what was gonna come out of my mouth. I took that voice recorder, I hit play and I started walking through the house praying. So as soon as I felt peace, I got that voice recorded, I got in my car, I went down to the hospital where he was lying in the coma and my mom was sitting in the bedroom with him, in the room with him. Mm -hmm. I walked over to his bed, I put it on his pillow and I hit the play button. I went to my seat and I sat down next to my mother and less than a minute he jumped up. Wow. Wide awake. After all that time in the coma, after calling the funeral home, I, I was just obedient to what the Holy Spirit told me. And I did exactly what he told me. And, and I, I think, now my mom was a Muslim for 40 some years, but she gave her heart to Jesus 12 days before she died. And seeing stuff like that is part of the reason why she did it because she's seen stuff like that and she couldn't come up with a- Explanation, uh, exactly. She couldn't rationalize it. So, so that was a, a, another one of those things that, that was a real blessing to me. But the, the book is because I want to give credit to the father who saved me for myself when no one else would. To the father who reached out his hand to me and said, you know what, you don't have to worry about your daddy, you got a father. So, so, so that, that was the first book, just giving honor to God the father. My second book, Coming Out Christian, was confessing to the world who I am in Christ and not being afraid of it. You know, I wanted to make sure I said exactly who I am because we we, we need to be willing to say who we are and don't worry about what the world thinks about us. So give credit where credit is due first and, and, and the Lord will take care of you. you know, that's, that's, that's just I, I love it. I always tell people, I said, Christian says I'm a Christ follower. If you're not following the principles that Christ has in the Bible, if you're not following those, you're not That's a Christian. Right. That's right. You know, it's That's not just a label right. you can stick on or a bumper sticker you can put on the back of your car. It does not make sense. And then others in the world will say we're hypocrites when you really are not following. So we need to make sure our lips and our hips yes. match. Absolutely. You know, what we absolutely. say and what we do has to be on the same line. So it, it, it absolutely does. That, that miracle work and hey, get that book. <laughs> Make sure you listen to that as well. I am yes. oh wow point. Well, this is Dr. Shante Haynes. It has truly been my pleasure with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. I want to make sure you still put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Thank you so much, Les Allen. And I, I'm so appreciative of what you brought to us today. And for my audience, have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. My heart may be broke, but my bank account doesn't have to be. I invite you to schedule a breakthrough strategy session with me so that we can get you to that compelling future. See, as a result of my coaching program, my clients have experienced a calming of the emotional roller coaster. They have a compelling future and confidence and know-how in order to achieve it. In addition, they have the clarity with the financial tools in order for them to live life on their terms with peace and financial security. I'm looking for women who are devastated by the double Ds, divorce or death, who want to gain confidence in order to live life on their terms with peace and financial security. Who do you know? Have them book a call with me so that I can get them on the right path.
find us online at h the number two h truth.org. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.